W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jaybird, and your host, Brokowski. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? We are back, and we have another great episode for you today. As today, we're going to be joined with one half of the War Tag Team Champions, of shameless thrillers his name is will the thrill there it is right there ladies and gentlemen the title itself how you doing today will that's right i'm feeling pretty great how are you guys doing all right absolutely fantastic man it's a beautiful day out michigan just had a great wrestling weekend here it's it's some good times man yeah i i saw that i wish i could have been there Oh, you hear that? All right, we need to get we need to get you guys up here for sure, man. Yeah, we, we need to get Will to throw up here to Michigan more. more. Shout out to Michigan. Were you guys? Did you guys have uh, anything going on this past weekend, wrestling wise? Uh, no, I just kind of took it slow this weekend. I just hanging out at home, just trying to get right, prepare for this weekend. I got three matches at War. Um, oh shit! Allen Allen County Fair, Lima, Ohio. For those interested. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, Friday starts at 8 p.m. Action's going on all weekend, but um, I believe we are defending the War Wrestling Tag Team titles on Friday. Nice. Nice. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Well, I'm pretty pumped. Before we get too deep into your career right now, I want to take it all the way, rewind all the way back. I mean, I see you got the Darkness of Ministry Undertaker as your background right now, so I know you got to love that guy. But how did oh, you come yeah. across wrestling when you were at a young age? Was it through the game, friends, family? Yeah, family. My my older brother, um, he's a couple years older than me. Like, I think I might have heard, uh, I think it was CM Punk said, like, his first life memory was pro wrestling. Pretty much the same with me. Like, I don't, I don't remember watching The Price is Right first. I remember watching Hulk Hogan walked down the aisle for WrestleMania one. Like I wasn't alive then, but like somebody where I was at either his babysitter that became mine, you know, through time or whatever, it was always watching this tape. I remember it It was Mr. T and Hulk Hogan. I can't forget it. It was on VHS. And from there on every day, all I saw was these three ropes and this big platform. The rest is history. So when you you yourself started getting into a watching on TV, were you mainly WWE? Were you strictly WCW? Did you flip channel flop depending on which was on? Yeah. So um, through those times, I was pretty pretty young. So my mom would probably try to get me to go to bed about 10 p.m. So with that being said, Nitro was kind of my main thing for a while, and like I'm obsessed with the cruiserweights and all that, but um. I would watch from my room upstairs. We had like a, a, if I was laying down and I looked 
straight ahead, like down the stairs. Like it's like a whole tunnel. I could see the TV. My brother would leave it on so I could watch Raw if I could stay up, you know. So that's kind of where I was at with it. I, I loved uh, the cruiserweight division in WCW. I still watch it all the time. Okay, so out of that cruiserweight division, I mean, it was stacked during that time. I mean, Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, Steve Malenko. I mean, it goes on and on. Who was your main go-to guy? It was it was Ray for sure, but uh, I always liked La Parka for some reason. He just stood out to me. He had the chair, did the little dance, you know. He was my guy, too. Um, I actually like Ultimo Dragon a lot, too. Okay. Yeah, he was he's a sleeper. Most people probably wouldn't say him for whatever reason, but I always thought he was like one of the best, period. I used to like the that wasn't their the their style versus the world video game. He was my favorite yeah. way he looked. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. What, what game was that? WCW versus the world. It was like Nintendo sixty four. Oh. Yeah, that was the one that came out before um Revenge, WCW, NWO Revenge. Yeah, you could pick like 87 different characters. Right. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, there's probably so, 87 they, different roster members for WCW. It was, they had a large roster. And those rosters also had different attires. Yeah, that's that right. That's very true. For that stuff. That shit's messed up. And you only get one attire, two if you're lucky. Right. <sighs> Straight up. <laughs> okay, so you said La Parka, Ray. Were you Ultimo Dragon? Were you kind of fancy in the masks? Is that why you were digging them, or was it just that style that they had of wrestling? It was a mixture of both. Like they had really cool outfits. The mask always stood out to me. Um, yeah, I just always like Ray was just always he just always seemed to fit my style. I don't know what it was, but. We're almost the same size. Like I met him a couple times. I'm a little taller, but he's a, he weighs. I guess I wouldn't say a lot more, but you know he weighs a pretty twenty five pounds or so on me. I'd say. Okay. Now, what uh, WWE guys? Who who are some of your favorites there? Uh, Brett and Owen Hart for sure. Those are my top. With Shawn Michaels, gotta throw The Rock in there somewhere. Um. Yeah, Owen and Brett. I got a whole, I got a whole like shelf. Like you, I think you got action figures back there. I can't really see. Is no, it just photos? No. Yep, these are just all eight okay. by times, and then a couple weird, uh, weird things too. So I kind of been moving around a little bit here and there, but um, I got a whole big box. It's full of Owen Hart figures, brand new and open. No like, shit, that's crazy. I have an own heart collection. I don't have it like set up anywhere, but I got all kinds of little things you can think of from like the trading cards to the book, the DVD, those kind of things. Even the small, I'm only like three figures away sealed from like having all of them. And I tell you, are those three like the newer ones that are just getting ready to drop? No, I'd actually, actually, and so we'll make that about four or five then because <laughs> oh, I don't have no. the. I never got to those yet. I just kind of been doing my own thing. Um, let me let me think. No, I need the I need the Hasbro one sealed. I don't have that. Um, there's the Brett and Owen. It's like a collector's one out of ten thousand edition. I don't have that. And then the Blue Blazer, like a brand. I need like a brand new one, like you know, just perfect condition. 
Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. And the fact that you still have some of those is crazy. Cause I mean, I don't really see a lot of people showing off a lot of Owen figure heart um figures. Yeah. I, you know, I, I say in those uh, chat, the Facebook pages and all that, because I, I don't collect them personally, but I think they're badass. I like seeing the new stuff, the old stuff. And I don't mm-hmm. come across Owen Hot Figs a lot. Yeah, no, you'd be surprised. It's a pretty decent amount of what I got. <laughs> Have they released the AEW one yet or no? Uh, yeah, there, I think there was like two of them, but I haven't I haven't bought those yet. I could, so you know, if I'm Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen them in the, I haven't seen them in the store personally, but on the on the websites and whatnot, it's there. And there's actually a real a classic one from like Stampede Wrestling. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's the stuff I'm I'm interested in throwback stuff too. Like everybody likes new day stuff. You know what I mean? Modern day, whatever. I'm pretty old school. Stick with the classics. I like that. Historian of wrestling. That's what that is. Yeah. Um. So, favorite match between Owen and Brat? It was it the the cage match at SummerSlam, or was it the opening match at WrestleMania? Mania has Mania. to be. I watched it like three hundred times. Like I swear, me and my brother could probably recreate the whole the whole match. <laughs> I always felt like I was more like Owen than I was Brett, even though I like Brett a lot. Like, I admire him, and he's, like, seriously one of the best, in my opinion, ever. There's just something about Owen, man. I guess being the little brother, I don't I don't really know, you know? <laughs> Can never figure it out. Just the way he talked, like, he just was so, like, I don't know. He wasn't cocky, but it's just, it's just more funny to me how he talks to people, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I really liked it um, during the uh, the Attitude Area stuff, right before he became the Blue Blazer again, when he was uh, the Nugget in um, the Nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was just comedic gold, just him going out there and just being hilarious. And then yes. still being able to be the badass that he, he still own heart when he gets in the ropes, though, you know? Right. You're not wrong at all about that. So, I love it. When you were watching wrestling and even going up into high school and whatnot, so on and so forth, did you know that there was local wrestling or even an indie scene? Or was it just strictly there was only WWE once WCW bought, was bought out? All right. I got a funny story for that. You guys will probably all enjoy this one. So it was 2005, um, 12 years old. Let's not do the math on how old I am because of that. All right. Let's <laughs> no. All right, so I'm 12 years old. I got a friend named Derek. I want to say his name because he's he's a cool dude. Derek asked me one night, he said, hey, my grandpa has these tickets for this local wrestling show. He every Everyone in school knows I was probably the biggest wrestling fan ever. But, like, he, he was, like, my homie. So, like, he said, do you want to go to this show? We can check it out, whatever. I'm like, well, yeah, let's do it, you know. So I went with him. Sure enough. War Wrestling, 2005, Lima, Ohio. Tommy Dreamer's there in attendance. He he didn't wrestle, but he was like, uh, I want to say like an enforcer or something along those lines. And that was the first independent wrestling show I ever went to, War Wrestling. Nice. And I still I still have the the pamphlet. The you know how how did they give out the pamphlets? Yeah. Now, are you from Lima? I am from Lima, born and raised. Oh, nice, nice. I was um, 
I was away for about maybe one year. At one point, I lived in North Carolina. I was just testing the waters, you know. What does a 20-some-year-old dude do? Just trying to check out life, you know, see right, what else right. there is out there. Um, but, yeah, that was the first show I ever went to. Like, And you know what's crazy about that is I, I look back at it, and there's there's three people that were on that card that are still there right now today. I'm going to shout them all out. You ready? The one and only Ripper Blackheart, Slick Rick, the ring announcer, and the current respect champion, Poison Apollo Star. That's our boy right there. Yes, sir. They all they all signed the pamphlet, and I let each of them know, hey, I was that kid, and here I am. And look at me now. You know what I'm saying? 18 years <laughs> later, you are yeah. a world champion. Straight up. It took a took a lot a lot of work and roads traveled, bloodshed. They could all tell you a blooper story I had it um, when I was when I started training. I, I didn't even have a match yet, and I was helping them with the ring and stuff. I I destroyed my whole face on the U-Haul truck. I'm pretty pretty well known for that. <laughs> I had to get like legit like twenty thirty stitches. I can't even remember. Holy shit. Yeah. That was like, what a hell of a fall. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I ran into the top of the U-Haul truck. Like, <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. You're talking to somebody who ran ran into a tree at one point at a certain age and put his yep. braces through his lips. So it's all right. Dang. It's all right. Yeah, dang. I did that playing football, though. Somebody threw me a bomb. I was just running for the ball and just smacked the tree. But, uh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so like they had at the old building when they when they did uh war shows in the UAW hall, they had this big uh wooden ramp that they would come down off of the stage. And it, it takes like four people to pick it up usually and like the people all put it on the truck, like they set it up there and it was like like if you were to walk up the ramp, think about it, the ramps on the truck. I jumped up and I ran up the ramp and just boom. Wait. and it was pitch black in the truck so nobody could see me i just had my head down like this like i was just holding my thoughts like all right i'm okay i'm okay and then when i like when i looked up my eye was completely cut my nose and my forehead and like i just i literally look like uh triple h in bad blood oh four oh five in the hell in a cell match i was at that pay-per-view <laughs> nice yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty bad, honestly. I I wouldn't say like you know I wasn't embarrassed, but like you know I was trying to do something good, and 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 then that came out of it, and I still ended up going to the after party. <laughs> Hell yeah! After I, after I got the it, stitches, right? I went to the after party. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! This is uh, actually a perfect way to segue into uh, your your background in school and training. I'm gonna toss it over my boy Big Kaz here. For sure. Yeah, we'll get into the training and stuff, but uh, I wanted to comment on the promo picture you sent us. I dug the beanie, the Wayne's World style, Will's World. You know, yeah. funny, Saturday when I went to Brokowski's before the wrestling show, what was he watching? He was watching Wayne's World. So <laughs> it's just funny that it happened like that. But yeah, let's get into your training. Uh, what school did you go to? Who was your trainer? And when did you 
So I started, um, it was a week after the money in the bank pay-per-view in 2015. I went and watched and like something in my mind was just telling me, all right, all right, it's time. Like, I think you should just try to do whatever you can to like become a wrestler, you know? So long and behold, google.com, I I typed in, you know, how to become a pro wrestler or pro wrestling schools around me. And the first thing I found was a school called Central Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy, but they changed their name to Ohio Pro Wrestling Academy now. And the trainer is James Avery. It was based out of Newark. So um, from Lima to Newark is almost a three-hour drive. So I was doing that every Sunday at like, and you have to leave at like 8 a.m. And the, the craziest part about that was um, I didn't have my license at the time. And my father drove me all three hours and he would sit in the car and he would just wait until I was done and then just drive back. Like, I don't, I don't know many people that would want to do that. Like, he didn't even care to watch. He just asked me how it went, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's good to have that kind of, you know, support behind you. They they seen that you had a dream and something you wanted to do, and they put into action to help you out. That was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could never thank him enough for that, truly. So, you're in yeah. school. You're training. What was that first bump like? Oh, I still feel it. <laughs> it feels just like the last hundred <laughs> but uh yeah it was definitely definitely a moment like it was one of those uh achievement unlock status you know like when you get the gamer score on xbox that's what it felt like for like i i felt it and then i felt it again and it's like i think i can do this but each week it really got harder and harder every time like, cause there'd be something different one day. It'd be like a whole bump drilling day where you just take like a, a thousand bumps. It felt like in reality, there'd be the other days where it's strike day. And like, I don't know if I'm going to match up with the biggest dude or someone that's maybe smaller than me, you know? So like the chops are going to hurt, like, like, heck, I don't know if this is PG 13 or not, but yeah. I'm usually pretty pretty uh clean anyway well we're not just so go ahead and say yeah. it you want. <laughs> yeah it hurt like hell for real it hurt like hell the bump too i mean i can't i can't say it was great but you know we signed up for it gotta gotta just tough fit it out so we'll go from your first bump to your first match hmm interesting uh, what was go- what was going through your head do you remember who you went against uh where it was Yes, yep. I, have, I, have, I have some awesome story about that. All right. So, you know, I was almost completed with the training and um, I probably might have had like maybe two or three weeks left, I'd say, before like like at that point we were doing the practice matches or whatever. And I feel like I was starting to come around more with showing who I was. But I got hurt. I, I like cracked my shoulder. It was like a I can't remember what grade of a sprain it was. So I missed like a good six weeks. 
And then I had to finish off like um, probably like a whole nother month or so. So then he cleared me to have a match. I just would have to find the booking, you know, which at that point I thought was like impossible as well. So here I am trying to do all that. Literally probably like two months passed and I didn't have a match yet. So then he says, um, he said one day at the training, he said, if you guys go to this promotion at this place, I'll, I'll share the details in a second. All you do is show up and just tell them that um, I'm one of his guys. And then he would book me on the show the same day. So long and behold, I, I wake up that day. I'm like, all right, I'm going. I'm on my way to Zanesville, Ohio for, for a show called SCW Southern Championship Wrestling. And I'm, I'm there and I get there. The ring's there and there's only like maybe four people there. And I'm kind of like, all right, you guys know where Paul's at? And they're like, he's not here right now, but he'll be back in a little bit. This is like two, two or three o'clock. The show's like seven, you know, normal time. So it's like two or three o'clock, and I'm like sitting there waiting on him. And it's like five thirty. He's still not there. I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Like, is this how it works? So like, I'm getting more like I'm like nervous about that more than like the actual wrestling part. You know, I'm like, where is this guy? I can't find him. So he shows up. It was like six something. Like the the doors were already open. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm Will. I'm one of uh, James Avery's guys. Like, oh, okay. Well, give me give me give me just like a couple minutes. I'm like, all right. I waited this long. I'm like, what's well, a couple minutes, right? <laughs> so, um, he comes back. He's like, all right, I got you in a match with uh, Rockweiler. It's gonna be, I think it was third match. I'm like, all right, cool. Sweet. So I get my get my stuff. I'm I'm in the locker room. I'm like, where's Rockweiler? They're like, you don't see him? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's <laughs> like, just look around. I was like, I pointed. I was like, well, Rockweiler kind of sounds like a dog. <laughs> so I'm looking around. I see this guy with a chain on his neck. And I'm like, that's got to be him. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It was Rockweiler. And and he's he's a um he was a vet pretty much I think he still wrestles with it. I'll get to that in a second. So we we uh we did the match. My original wrestling name was not Will the Thrill. Well, it was it was technically Will the Thrill, but I I had the last name Burns, which I got that from Mister Burns off of The Simpsons. <laughs> And maybe 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 Burns for the host. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yep. Yeah, so uh, so I did the match and everything, and and I kept going back there for about a year or so. I actually won their cruiserweight title like two times, and I never got pinned and lost it because I guess I missed one or I couldn't go to one show. So they say if you don't go, you get stripped. Whatever. So. That was that was 2016. So that was in Zanesville, Ohio. You guys, do you guys know where that's at, roughly location wise? Nope. No. 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 Okay. So you know where Columbus is, like almost dead center in the middle. It's it's about almost an hour, like straight right. Like it's near Newark. So that's how he knew the guy because it's close to his area. Okay. So, so um. That was 2016. 
get that. Um, a couple months ago, my brother um, was like, hey, I got these free tickets to the uh, Memorial Golf Tournament. Do you want to go with me? I'm like, all right, this is like, this is really random. But so I'm like, all right, sure. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the golf tournament with him because I like golf too. I was a two-time varsity letter winner in golf. That's a fun fact about your war wrestling tag team champion. But uh, so I'm at this golf tournament. I'm in line waiting because he was already out there. And then he came up to the gate to give me the ticket, whatever. I hear this dude yelling at these people and stuff, like checking the people with the wands or whatever. I'm looking around. As I get closer, I'm like, there ain't no way. Ain't no way that's Rockweiler. <laughs> so I went up to him. I said, hey, dude. I was like, do you remember me? I took my glasses off. He looked at me. He's like, you look pretty familiar. I was like, Will, we wrestled a couple of times. He was like, no way. I was like, dude, we got to get a pick. So I took a selfie with him. My brother's looking at me like, oh. Like, oh, you know someone everywhere you go kind of thing. Like, I'm like, but for real, once I once I told him, he remembered because he went to a few of those shows in Zanesville. So he remembered seeing that guy. You can't you can't forget that guy. That's all I'm saying. So as soon as I as soon as I seen him, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So I talked to him and he asked me if I still wrestled. And I'm like, yeah, I wrestle in Lima, wherever I can go. He was like, you should come back to to scw where i'm at and i'm not saying no it's not like that i just i just don't know like schedule wise you know people all that it'd be cool to it'd be cool to maybe just get in the ring with him one more time because he was the very first person i had a live match with in front of a crowd so like that's that's special regardless you know yeah it is special that is funny you know the whole full circle thing meeting him up like that again so you right. mentioned war, you mentioned SCW, and you said you're trying to wrestle wherever you can get. What other promotions have you wrestled for? Um, well, around here, um, I wrestled at this company called Rockstar Pro in Dayton for a few years, but it actually shut down. Well, I'm not sure if it's still on like a hiatus or if they closed the doors completely. Um let me think. I did uh, Powerbomb Wrestling, which that isn't really existing no more in Toledo. I did the Toledo Championship Wrestling Show. So, like, I'm not trying to go on a string of bad luck here, but um, I'm not going to say I don't have a lot going on, but I'm kind of just like sitting back and just kind of just I don't I don't I can't really describe what I'm trying to say, like not taking my time either, because like you need to be at shows like that's how I got a, a good amount of matches when I started like at other places, but I don't really work there anymore. Um, a place called DCW that's near Dayton too. It's a good promotion. It's just, it just, um, timing and stuff really for me. All I did was show up and, you know, help them with the ring, pay your dues really. And someone will see it along the way. Um, we need to get you booked in Michigan is what we need to bring Will the Thrill to Michigan. Yes, yeah. that sounds great. Um, my one of my favorite places I got to wrestle though was XICW. I haven't been there in so long, but uh, I I had the funniest time ever when I first when I had my first match there. I kind of got booked like under the radar, and like DBA didn't even like know who I was, and they were going over the match card. <laughs> 
eh, he's gonna love this this is probably my first time sharing this out loud because like we kept this to ourselves forever but <laughs> so like he's in the ring with with mm3 and it was like jimmy jacobs and someone else uh, whatever they're going over the card and he's like uh he's like all right mm3 says this other match is will the thrill and uh crosshairs kelly and um dba stopped he looked at him he was like who the fuck is will <laughs> that's dba <laughs> i was like i was like uh me <laughs> so like we're pretty tight though just because of just because of that like he said that one thing and like if that's not an icebreaker i don't know what the heck is man yeah dba something else we're very familiar yeah, that, like that like even still even still you could probably look when he wished me happy birthday he said happy birthday who the fuck is will <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, the new three is one of our great guys. people. Yeah, um, great people. Yeah, he, he's one of our biggest supporters, or one of his biggest supporters. Man, shout out to the DBA. <laughs> they just had a big weekend, SummerSlam weekend. You yeah. know, they they co-hosted the show with ICW. You know, and it it went off. It was a a hot hot show that weekend. But uh, that sounds awesome. I actually, um, I wrestled in Indiana on Saturday. That Saturday it was FWF. Okay, I yeah. I actually wrestled Isaiah Moore. He's from Michigan. He's from Michigan, yeah. Yep. We're very familiar with yep. him also. Yep. We, we yep. actually, you yep. know, the Midwest is kind of where we go around. We, we've traveled down to Indianapolis several times. So we're, we're a little bit more familiar with uh, more than just Heck, the Michigan, yeah. Michigan talent. I'm going to be going back there soon. I think next month. Yeah, Isaiah Moore is great. Uh, you know, especially yeah. I could imagine you two having just, he's got that high fly, you know, you had the luchador influence and all that stuff, man. Like, I'm, I was, I'm heel. Oh, you're heel there? I hate to say it like that, but yeah, so yeah. yeah. You know, you don't see a whole lot of that out of me. You see more uh, Dean Malenko. Oh, okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. You know. So let's get into, you know, you got that tag title there. That's how, you know, we've seen you was for wrestling. Uh, we were actually there the night that you won the titles. Let's Ooh. talk about Shameless Thrillers. You know, uh, your tag team partner, No Shame, Jimmy Shane. How did that come about? Where did you guys meet up along your guys' paths in wrestling? Ooh. Uh, well... I feel like the first time I might have met him was at a new Ohio wrestling show, but I can't really full. No, it would have had to have been like a war show. He's been a staple for a while. I think when I was training, he was, he was like just getting, getting started. So I feel like that's where I met him the first time. Some of the, some of the stuff's just a blur sometimes, you know, cause like you see, I see him, you know, at like, maybe five six seven different promotions so um as far as the team you know it's crazy um when i started in war uh, my first match was against officer rod street and from there from there we kind of went like a different direction with with us and i i became a heel in the group i was in and let me let me just think back. So, so something something came up 
And then we were working a match with Jimmy Shane and it kind of became like a, it kind of became a thing like a rivalry. You know, it, it all started from one match and then it became a rivalry. So like we did a loser leaves war match at the, at the Bradfield center in Lima, Ohio. I have, I actually have a picture of him still on my Instagram from that night. Cause I, I won, I was victorious and he had to leave war. And he was just sitting on the ring apron, just disappointed. So I just, you know, getting my my Insta fingers talking. And, and um, you know, he got a petition signed, got hundreds of people to sign this petition legitimately. So they brought him back. And, and from there, he raised hell on me. And then, unfortunately, I got myself into a, a real-life situation i don't really want to not saying i don't want to talk about it but basically i had to miss the show and i couldn't be there and it was like the it was like the final match of our chapter like after he came back and all of that you know so i missed the big match so i essentially kind of just like pretty much got fired from war and this is a real story too so like I pretty much was fired and it took me almost two years to even get a shot again. Just one, one day I was actually in Florida with my girlfriend. She was living there for a little bit and I was sitting at a hotel just at the pool and Tom messaged me. He says, Hey, um, we'd like for you to come back. I have a match for you if you'd like on the pre-show. I'm sitting in Florida like, hell yeah, let's do it. So so I'm pumped and I'm ready to come back. I wrestled Star Rider in the pre-show. And this was um this would have been um so not this anniversary show, not the one before, or it was the one before that. So I wrestled Star Rider. We had our match. The anniversary show was the next show, and he put me on there in the Battle Royal. And from there, um, you know, sometimes they do like uh, fair shows in the summer or whatever. So like from right now, we're looking at May to September for like a like an indoor, like like the ECW arena feel show, you know, not saying like not taking nothing away from like wrestling at the fair because this is going to be awesome, too. I'm just saying like it, it didn't have that feel like like when you're there, like and I'm sure you guys could feel it at the anniversary show. Am I wrong? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh no, totally. Oh, yeah. about. Definitely. So, so um, I did the did that battle royal, whatever. We went from from May to September, and then I I came out. I I want to say the wise guys were the war tag team champions, and I came out to face them by myself because I'm like I'm trying to take on all odds. Actually, so it would have been the month after. I, I officially like turned faced like at the spin the wheel challenge, which I officially called a spin the thrill challenge, which is the next this this next upcoming show and they put it on September. But I just remember it now. I'm trying to I'm trying to recollect the whole story as I'm telling it. You feel me? Yeah. So so like I did the September show, then everybody was cheering for me when I came out. I had no idea that was gonna happen. Like, like this show is completely like, like the realest raw show you can have 
as a wrestling group promotion. Like, like I didn't know who I was facing. They spun my wheel or spun my wheel spun. Yeah, they did spin my wheel. It was to spin <laughs> the thrill challenge. You hear me? So they <laughs> spun it and landed on me and I'm in the ring. Like I have no clue who I'm facing, like literally legitimately. And, and then they had the group, Matt Taylor had a group and it was him, Pat, the bruiser, Crosshairs Kelly and Damian Chambers. And they're oddly enough, they're all from Columbus. So so uh they spun the wheel and I have no clue. I can't see it. It's all the way at the front of the stage. And Slick Rick is he like he's like and his opponent from Columbus, Ohio. He is a member of the revolution. So like I'm sitting in the ring like literally like veins are pumping like i'm like who is it there's four of them like they're all from the same city in my head i'm thinking that like i already knew this and then they're like damien chambers so i wrestled him and apparently they liked me more than him because they were booing him but they already cheered me when i came out so from there i just was just you know just have to be me the the love the loving will the thrill you know that my my bad. So to answer the question, still I'm getting there. Sorry, it's a, it's a, it's no, a wave. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Right. So so that next month, I went out and faced the wise guys, but Jimmy Shane came out to help me, and he said, you know, he he's seen it. Like he's he's seen how I've how I've changed, or or you know. It just, it just, that's all, that's really what happened. He just came to help me against the wise guys. And then from there, we just, we just really became a team. And I mean, we're, I, I don't want to say like, we're only a team at war, but other promotions, you know, like we'll book him with somebody else for a tag team. And that's all right. Cause you know, wrestling's wrestling's whatever you make it. There's endless possibilities, you know, like honestly, he did a weekend of wrestling and he was I'm pretty sure he was the champion, the tag team champion in all three promotions, and he had a different partner in every promotion. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much how it happened with us. Um that's been that's been uh that'd be two two whole years now. Cause we chased him. We chased him all the way from October till May and we had we had uh, Beastman and Movado were the tag team champions at one point. The wise guys beat them. And then we beat the wise guys at the anniversary show the year before that. It was a fatal four-way match, though. Were you guys there for that one, too? I was there the show before last year's anniversary show and it was the four-way and it was um you guys beast man movado the wise guys and uh brandon fields and, and cody hall and cody hall yeah yeah yes, sir. yeah yep and then yeah. we, we pretty much did a rematch of that match yeah 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 i hooked up with tom and i've been tom's been so good to me and and so good of the guys here on the podcast for, for the last few years. And, you know, yeah, like, Tom's been helping me out a lot. And, and so, like, I've been going back. Ever since Tom decided to put the shows out on YouTube, 
I've I've been faithful watching everything, you know, from the beginning since he's been putting them out on YouTube. And the story you and Jimmy's been telling, especially this last year, when you guys had your bout, your your feud with the with the Hontarod, you guys were champs. They beat you, and then of course this year's anniversary show, you know, you uh, you guys bringing the titles back home. But I want to say, you know, well, I know Brandon wants to talk a little about the TLC match, but. Yeah, you came out I got time. In the cage match. And you just pretty much come running down the ramp. You 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 took one leap, jumped on like halfway of the cage, and and uh you were in. I was like, shit's about to go down here because we'll the thrills out there. And and Jimmy Shane, you guys you but you came out like guns a blazing and, and I don't think you even stepped, barely touched the cage, and you were over top of it. Man. You know what I call that? Improv. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'm serious. Talking about. Dead, dead serious. Improv. No, no, no. We'll, we'll talk about it all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was probably you know, the, way that show, the way that show ended with, you know, the good versus bad. I, I very much enjoyed everybody coming out like that. Just, yeah, was I just awesome. You guys look yeah. like, like the Avengers in the ring, you know, at the end of that show. That was pretty cool. I love to hear that. That's funny because I just looked at this picture of us all in the ring. There's a picture of us like in Nick Han's corpse, like laying there or whatever. <laughs> I just looked at that like two days ago. And I was just like, damn, that's so cool. Because uh, the show before that, the show before that one, me, Mojo and Jimmy was in the ring beating the entourage up. And it was uh, it was Jake Rose, Ryan Michaels and Carson Drake. And we we all was choke slamming somebody like in the pictures is so perfect. Like they're all at the top point before, you know, you start to throw them down. But I'm like, I, I choke slam somebody like, you know, they had a bad night for real. <laughs> That's the first one I ever did too, like in the, on the show. But the show was like technically over like it was ser- like that show was seriously like one of them things. The fans did not want to leave. They would not leave. They wanted to see us keep beating their asses. I swear, I looked around at them. I'm like, I'm about to just start frog splashing everybody. <laughs> and I did. I frog splashed two of them, and we triple choke slammed everybody. It was it was chaos. Like I'm like, it, it, that was the first time I really like felt like we we did some some things like maybe we shouldn't have. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it was like one of those uh what was the click moment. Yeah. They did their own thing. Like that's not it's kinda like how it went down, but I mean, you know, when you're out there and the fans are just screaming one more time, one more it's like that feeling's so cool, like you almost don't know what to do. Cause then if you leave they might boo you, you know? Like yeah. what the heck? Yeah, wrestling will switch on you like that, man. It's- yeah, you get it. But um, yeah. Let's talk the, about this TLC match, man. How you guys got these titles back? Yeah. Whose um, who idea was that? Was that like one of the team's idea? What built up to making it a TLC match? Such an extreme, you know, stipulation for the tag titles. Right. We had to find a way for them to not be able to just walk out with the belts. You know, like. 
in any circumstance, like, because these guys are just the top-notch cheaters of them all. Like, they cheated to win the titles. Um, they pretty much cheated their whole way to get to war. They probably got cheated on. I'm not really sure, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, it just became one of those things, like, we have to – well, there was a TLC match um, the year before. I want to say it was Austin Mannix, and no, that would have been – two years ago there was another tlc match i know austin Mannix and aaron williams had a tlc match at one of the war anniversary shows and in my head all i'm thinking is like how how is that ever gonna you know how are you gonna compare yourself to that but the thing is you try not to compare it and you try to just go with what you got you know so like we won the match if we could beat them we got to choose the match and why not it be a TLC match? Heavy, heavier guy, like Jimmy, bigger guy, high flyer. Like me, it almost feels like, you know, you got power and high flying daredevil, whatever you want to call me. Come out during getting on one of those ladders. What'd you say? Your inner Hardy boy. Did it come out? Did you, did you feel like Jeff or Matt? Just for a minute. I'm, I'm probably, yeah. Well, man, honestly, I feel like Spike Dudley. <laughs> but that's, that's my whole guy. Story you guys told last year between, you know, you guys <laughs> and Mojo versus the Hontourage and Jack Samson. That was one of the best stories that was told over that year's time and culminated in that TLC match. I don't think you guys could have ended that any other way but a match like the TLC. Right. Or just have been like a war games <laughs> with us and them, you know, honestly, that's what I was thinking. TLC, but they had their own, you know, cage, but war games, like for real, that kind of match or just uh, like, I was trying to think of a match. I'm trying to think of a match that's like the war games match that doesn't have a cage though. Like just, in, you know, it'd just be like a, a, Street fight. <laughs> I think you guys nailed it with that. Stadium TLC stadium. Match, yeah, it was yeah. I appreciate I appreciate that, you guys. Yep, you guys came out victorious. You are the war champs. You guys, you're possibly defending them this Friday at the yes, sir. Name the fairgrounds again. Allen County. Allen County Fairgrounds this Friday in Lima, Ohio. In Lima, yes, Ohio. Sir. War wrestling, we put our stamp on it. We approve it. We love it. I want to say Appreciate thank you for telling us about your wrestling, all your training and stuff. And I'm going to pass you over to the bird's nest. And we're going to step outside the box here. All right. Can I get one more thing in? One more thing. <laughs> so in the cage match, when you saw me get in, did you guys see who attacked me? Yeah, I don't remember. It was so, There were so many people in that ring at that time. Do you remember my guy? He don't remember either, huh? Uh, I don't. I'm trying to think. I remember you climbing and going. I remember right. going, oh, he's going to jump. He's going to jump. Just... I probably should have. <laughs> I probably should have. I probably would have Probably would have won the war faster, for real. Yeah, it was crazy it was, really, it was Scarboni. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Scarboni. Yeah. And you know that's crazy because I always wanted to work those guys. 
and that's the only interaction I ever got with either of them. Oh, really? Wow. That was that was that was one of the teams I wanted to face. Like when I was when I was starting, um, war wrestling was so deep at that time, man. They had so much talent. Like I couldn't even believe it. Now looking back, like they had Jake something, um, Rohit Raju, um, Rand Jones, Xavier Walker. All those guys were there. Like it was crazy. The Scarbonis. Christopher went in the Hall of Fame that night. Orlando yeah. Christopher. Yeah, that, there, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. He's a good dude. He always uh he gave me good advice, good words. You know, we always have good conversations. And do you, and do, and do you know that he came out of retirement and he's wrestling again? Since that he wasn't for sure. the Hall of Fame, he's back wrestling. Hey, you know, that's all right. You know. I I I can't I can't tell somebody do it or don't or even if I do they might not or they might you know <laughs> so hey I mean that's one match I've never had I'll just throw that out there still happens I'm just saying guys you know maybe maybe he'll show up this weekend who knows right I don't you never know I'm gonna be wrestling all three all three days or two nights and one day one's a day show okay. Get out yep. there and check that out. Yeah, for Ray sure. That's all I wanted to say. Sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> right. Yeah, to the bird's nest. Yep. Yeah, man. Let's go. So we got, let's see here. Will the fly thrill. away. Yeah, baby. Man. <laughs> yeah, you see that? Adam Cole, baby. You gotta love it. Salim, Ohio, man. Home of Brett Favre. That's pretty cool, man. Um, Brett Favre. That's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sh- I'm pretty Dang. positive, honestly, man. You got me already. You got me already. <laughs> we, we stopped in Bowling Green on the way down to Lima, and the waitress asked us at the restaurant where we were going, and Jaybird told her we were going to Lima, the home of Brett Favre, and she believed it. She believed Brett Favre was from Lima. Jaybird convinced her that that's where he was. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> that's probably yeah, the funniest man. thing I heard all day. Yeah. <laughs> Road, road trips, man. <laughs> Definitely. Road trips, man. They get they get crazy and fun, man. Yeah, we have some road trips too. Uh we uh, we could tell you some road trip stories that we have as a podcast going all over. Heck yeah. They're good. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh let's get outside <laughs> of wrestling though, man. You got any uh, uh any other hobbies or anything crazy you do on the side? Uh man, I'm looking around. Not really. <laughs> so um I play some video games every now and then. Like, honestly, for me, it's like always been the same, like five or six games, whether it's like a NBA 2K, the WWE or AEW games. So like, we'll just say, you know, basketball, wrestling, um, Madden or like Super Mario, anything Mario, like I'll play it. Like, I don't know why I'm just a big Mario guy. That's my thing. Uh, who's not, man? Yeah, who's not? Yeah. Did you uh, did you see the Mario movie yet? Yeah, I did. That was really cool. There were so was, many yeah. like little, little small things that I saw that like was just cool to see, like how they actually had like the rainbow road. They had the little, you know, don't want to spoil it if someone else hadn't saw it yet out there. I know <laughs> someone might watch this that hasn't seen it yet. But yeah, <laughs> what you up? know what what console are you? 
Um, I got Switch and a PS5. But I don't nice. play the PS5. I don't even play the PS5. It's kind of like shared with other people, but I just I just on the Switch right now playing AEW, honestly. Because yeah. I can take it, I, they can take it with me and you know, that kind of thing. Right. That's what that, I think that's why Nintendo everyone likes Nintendo so much. You're so, like they're pretty far ahead, I feel like. Like they're good with graphics and everything, but like, dude, you can put it in your book bag and take it wherever you want to go. Right. Um, Nobody has made a better handheld console than t- Nintendo. Ever. Ain't even close. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's the that's fact of the day for sure. Like, looking back, like anyone that tried or whatever, PSP, mm-hmm. no chance. I'm just saying. That was the first oh. one that came to my mind when you said that. But, yeah, um... I like I like other sports a lot. I'm really into like baseball. I, I used to golf a lot and I, I was uh I was pretty avid on bowling for a long time, but I just I don't know. I feel like I just lost my my uh my passion for bowling like in a competition. I don't I had a bad uh, experience when I was bowling in state. I I went over the line. I I bowled a strike and went over the line and fell down. Uh-huh, <laughs> and they no. did, and they and they counted it as a strike, and then somebody like went and told the official. So oh, like I, God. I Over like the that Lord. was one of yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the last bowling tournaments I ever did. I think I was more like just like so. I don't know. I wasn't sad. I wasn't mad. I was just like, how does that even happen? Yeah. Like I, I probably would have like seriously. Yeah, but no, 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 it was, it, it's against the rules or whatever. But what I'm saying is that that gave me a zero for the frame. So, like, that ruined my whole score for the game. Like, I would have probably, probably, like, placed really high, you know? Got that 300? No, nah, never. Like, probably, like, probably, like, 230 or 40. I'm not that good anymore. Yeah. I use a house ball. I use a house ball when I go now. So nice. I'd be lucky Always to get a 200. Yeah, we'll be lucky to get a 200 with the house ball, probably. But so, yeah. Uh, I know you said you uh, collect a bunch of Owen Hart collections. Uh, do you go to like Comic Cons or anything like that? You know, I probably should. I, I honestly don't. No. Okay. Um, I, I have a lot of other like action figure stuff too. Like old and new. I don't. I don't know what my plan is with them. <laughs> might yeah, sell some, might not. Them. Yeah, hold no. on to them and admire them. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, so there was a there was a SmackDown one time in Dayton, and I went with my mom, and I was living with her at the time. But I was probably like twenty. But like the house was like big enough, like they like wanted us to live there, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they wanted people to be around family but i'm just saying like um so me and her went to this it was actually raw it was raw because alberto del rio wrestled Rey mysterio on this show and i'll never forget like Rey mysterio did the baseball head first slide out of the ring and del rio ddt'd him like while he was like in the air so it was just nasty i'm like damn like that was the craziest part of raw to me but um so like we come back to lima and this is Monday night. This is when they tape SmackDown on Tuesday, right? So I go home and it's like 2 a.m. almost. And 
my friends coming over like we're gonna go go uh to this little town called beaver dam and just i i forget what we was even doing honestly but anyways he picked me up it might have been like one ish am so he picks me up we go to beaver dam and he goes in the store and and he knew i just went to raw and stuff and and he came back out and he was like hey you'll never guess who was in there i was like what are you talking about he was like, it's one of the wrestlers. I was like, bro, just shut up. I was like, you're lying. He was like, no, for real, it's the funny dude. It's the funny dude. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm like, our truth. He was like, yeah, yeah, him. He was like him. I like, cause he knows the dudes like names, but like, you know, he don't know all their moves and stuff. Like this friend of mine. So I'm like, all right, let's see, let's see it then. So I got out of the car. I walk into this. It's a Flying J Denny's truck stop. I open the door. All you hear is ding. Like, you know, person walks in, the thing goes off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Straight at, straight in front of me, like, just stopped dead in his tracks and looked at me. I'm like, looking at him, just like the, how I'm looking now. Like, and it's literally Ray Mysterio with no mask. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, no, like I knew it was him and he knew I knew it was him, but I wasn't saying nothing. I like, you know, like with the little Spider-Man thing where they're like, you know, like he's pointing at that. I'm like, yeah. look at him like, you're Ray Mysterio. But like, I didn't say it. Like, I just, I just turned slowly like, oh shit. In my head, I'm like walked, I'm walking down the aisle. I see our truth He's walking. He's like just talking something. Mike Kyoto's walking behind him. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm like, why are they here? Like, I just like, I, I didn't really say that. I, I dapped up our truth. He like said, what's up? I went and like got <laughs> some stuff to make it look like I was going in there to shop. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there was more than one. It, dude didn't, he didn't know it was Ray Mysterio. So I'm like, what the heck? So like I started talking to him and um they were they were like they're about to go eat or something. They were like, just if you wanna um chat or something, just come back in a little bit. I'm like, swear, like, all right, for sure. So like me and this dude literally like went back to my house and like I went and told my mom, like, mom, Ray Mysterio's at Denny's right now. It's like literally like five minutes from where I grew up at my childhood home. I'm like, what the heck? So like she got up, she was just reading a book still because she was awake. You know what I mean? So she went back with me and Ray Mysterio told her with me standing beside her to always keep my action figures. That's what I was getting at. He said, never, never sell them, never get rid of them, keep them forever. That was his advice to her and me. Keep the figures. They might be worth good something. Advice, man. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, I talked to him advice. about whatever. I talked to him about whatever I could until they were like the the they were leaving him our truth. And Mike was like, "Yo, come on, let's go. It's time now." <laughs> like they were going to Grand Rapids for the SmackDown taping the next night. It was like it's just a straight shot on I seventy five. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I'm like, what that. are the chances of that though? Like it was literally that's like two something a.m. And That's Dayton, awesome, man. yeah, Dayton's like an hour from Lima. Like if you're just going straight on the up and down on the highway. Hell yeah, just a random, dude. random, uh, fun facts, you know. So keep yeah, the no toys if you got them too, because I, I got I got boxes and boxes in the storage over here. <laughs> hey, no, dude, that's good. They eventually they will add up to 
something, man. Yeah, man. You'll be sit- yeah. Next thing you know, you'll be sitting on a landmine, man. Will the right. thrill be all over the place? That'd be uh, nuts. Have, have you ever met any other wrestlers like that? Yeah, I have actually. It was uh, it was actually like I want to say it was 2005 as well. I know I mentioned that earlier with War, but uh, the same year we went to a house show in Dayton, and then my mom, my brother, me, and like two of my friends all went to this house show. And we're going back to Lima and we see this Hooters on the side of the highway. I'm like, mom, let's go to Hooters. Cause like, we've never been there, whatever, you know, we never been to Hooters. We're like 12, 13. It was 12. I was 12. It was January, 2005. Cause John Cena had just lost the title to edge. Um, when he cashed in the money in the bank, Okay. And it was before he won it back at Royal Rumble, but he wasn't the champ. It was right in that little three-week period that house show was. So we went to Hooters, but, like, as we're waiting to get in, literally, like, Jonathan Coachman and Carlito walked by us, like, just, like, walked right by us, like, excuse me, guys. And me and my brother looked at each other like, was that the coach? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that was cool. So, like, we watched where he went and sat down and, like, not like, like, you know, not trying to be like that. We're kids, you know, basically, but like, you know, we're curious. So like we saw where he went we could see like literally I end up meeting like all these people, like the hurricane, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Victoria, big show. Um, John Cena showed up and I got a picture with him, but he didn't even get a chance to sit down and eat. Cause like so many people were just trying to like, show up Talking. get pictures and stuff oh, yeah. yeah he literally oh, yeah. he literally left he left in a in a lincoln continental town car <laughs> like no. a rental it had to be a rental yeah that's what he was driving though <laughs> i was like what the heck like i think he was pretty mad yo i wish <laughs> i would have known man. that i was driving a lincoln uh town car at the time <laughs> okay let's like yeah at least yeah. cena has one Right. Yeah. No, seriously, he really did. Like, and my mom, uh, she met Big Show and she thought he was just the coolest fucking dude ever. And he really was like, he's so nice and, and gentle. I guess you'd say he's smoking a cigarette at the bar, drinking, having a good time. That's wicked awesome, dude. Heck yeah. I start man. hanging out with you, man. Fucking hey, show us where all the wrestlers go, dude. Yeah, that was that just luck. luck. Luck of the draw, you know, I don't know. Man, that's crazy. Um, so I I actually um I got Tiger Woods autograph once too at at a golf tournament. Hell like, yeah! It was pretty crazy because he wasn't signing a lot, but like everybody was like piling things on him while he was walking by. Like he literally had like six things he was signing like this, like trying to like give it back to the person and think about like hundreds of people. And he grabbed my hat and he and he walked away. He walked away from me and started signing it. And he looked back over his shoulder and just was like, wow. over the, "No look, no look, pass, just <laughs> right to me." I was like, "No effing way!" I was only like yeah. probably eight, eight or ten years old. But yeah, that's, that's probably my coolest, coolest stories. I met like you know other like wrestlers and workers and stuff like throughout the days like being at shows when i went to new orleans um for the wrestlemania weekend like the wrestlecon all that 
man, I was meeting so many people just outside, like, like literally like Xavier Woods at one point on Bourbon Street bought me and my friends that I met that are from Ireland. I met them at a different WrestleMania. He, he brought all of us in his VIP section for like 10 minutes. He didn't even know us. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's wicked sweet, dude. Hell yeah. Like, he probably didn't even remember that, but... (laughs) I hey, do. Yeah. Wasted though, but yeah. <laughs> For real, That's it what was matters cool. to him though. Hell yeah. There well, were so many people there. It was crazy. Yeah, well, thanks for stopping by the bird's nest, man. I'm gonna throw you back man, to Brokowski. I hope I, I hope I didn't hold you guys up too long. No, you're good, man. Oh no, bro, man. heck no, there's no time limits on this. Fuck. Yeah, I'm just I'm just you know, I'm just vibing for the night. I'm just uh, I'm gonna probably watch some baseball later. That's about it for me. Well, before yeah. we let you go, because we want you here in Michigan. Everybody in Michigan needs to have Will to throw on their card. It'll definitely help it and make it a better show. And your fans here need to find out how they can follow you on social media. How can everybody find you? For sure. Um, Instagram and X, which is no longer Twitter, apparently, is at I'm Will the Thrill. <laughs> and my Facebook is Will Burden. I'm Will the Thrill Burden. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to call it X. I mean, I still call it Impact right. DNA. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. So any of our Michigan promoters, how, how can they reach out to you or contact you for booking? Is it Instagram? Is it X? Or do you have an email address? Um, My email is willsworld at outlook.com and um instagram you know anything i'm 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 checking i'm i'm checking i'm waiting maybe i've already had discussions with others you know that kind of thing just timing man we'll get there oh yeah definitely let's bro. make it happen it's hey, funny you, you got that hulk hogan uh wrestling buddy because i got the nwo one sitting right around here somewhere but i can't find it from where i'm looking <laughs> <laughs> I swear, that's awesome. Yeah, this is the this is the only kind of uh wrestling opponent I've had other than just beating on so, Jaybird down there, my is, little brother. Is, <laughs> is that the same one you had from when you were a child, or nope. did you just nineteen ninety six? Awesome, <laughs> awesome. That's why I asked because we had ours like that until he went out. <laughs> Yeah, like, it, it's amazing. As many moves and everything that, like, this dude sat in a shed for, like, probably six years before it finally came out and went in the house somewhere. And it's amazing wow. that I still have him. I don't know how I still have him after all this time. So there's one wrestling buddy that I really want, and I know one person who has it, and he's a wrestler, and I always ask him if I can buy it, but he won't sell it to me. It's the Bret Hart WCW one. And Ace Austin, if you ever hear this, can I please buy it off you, bro? <laughs> just, just saying, because he has it, and I want it. He's the only person I know that has the Bret Hart one. No, this is I the only one I, I had. Yeah. I never got any of the other ones. My brother, my brother had those, which kind of were mine too, but he had the Hulk Hogan, he had Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, and Ted DiBiase. Like he had all four. Yeah, I always wanted to get the Sting and the DDP one. I was huge fans of those guys. And then I was like, like the Buddies were just dope looking. 
like the 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 surfer sting one or like no, the, the nwo thing, the crow sting one yeah so there's like a there's like a i want to say 1989 wrestling buddy from wcw have you seen it it's the surfer sting no i haven't Dude, you might have, have to look, to look it up. that up. That I almost bought good. it off. Of, I almost bought it off of somebody um, on Facebook one time. Like, I feel like the price is gonna blow up even more. Like, he wanted like a, I want to say like almost one fifty or two hundred, but it looked brand new though. And like, I got the Chuck Stein one here. Like, more and more wrestlers are getting okay. their own little wrestling buddies. I couldn't so, see uh, it. I think you're right. And the more these things are just going to keep going up in value. Man, that's crazy. Those are, those are so sweet. That Chuck Stein is awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah man. Only two wrestling buddies I got. But yeah, I, I see a bunch of other people starting to get them. For and sure. pretty quality shit. We need to get a Will to Thrill wrestling buddy. That's what needs to come next. I need it. I need to I need to find the right gear I want to put on it though. Oh yeah, like I, definitely need that. I I'm like one of those people like I don't feel like I gotta have a million pairs of gear, but I feel like I need different sets if that makes sense. Oh, like, totally. so it's I just like ready. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's just like shoes. <laughs> I just, you know, colors, all that. Like, I, I like matching whatnot, so. Hell yeah. Like, you, you always I don't know gotta if you guys stay fly. And with I a have, name like, I, the thrill, you gotta be. Yeah, I have certain inspired gear, like, you know, um, the gear I wore at the anniversary show was just, it was basically just like Cardiac Cats, Cincinnati Bengals attire, you know? Mm-hmm. They're trying to be the, the, the Cardiac Cats and win it for the hometown, and we did. And and also is the war colors, so I just made put something together that kind of made sense. That was my uh I guess uh inspiration for it. I got I got some gear coming out eventually. Like I got the 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 logos already made, but it's gonna it's gonna be called Happy Thrill More. It's gonna look like uh it's gonna have like the Boston Bruins logo but with the W and I got the, I already got all the graphics like and it's a I, I hope no one steals my idea from here when they hear it. It's got the T with the stub on it. It's got all it's got it says the price is wrong. But like in the in the in the logo, like in the logo, like if you see the real the price is right logo, it says the price is wrong, like with that on the side of the leg. You know what I mean? Like I got it ready, man. Like That's I'm ready to drop it. I'm excited to see that. Probably for the hockey season. You guys, you guys like hockey? Oh yeah, definitely. We're oh, yeah. hockey I'm, town, baby. That's why I'm asking you guys now. I'm asking the question. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I dig it. I, I honestly like hockey a lot. Like that's like my favorite underrated sport. Do you got a favorite team or go-to team? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to sound like a bandwagon. Um, I kind of root for Florida Panthers and uh, Oilers. I kind like Boston Bruins. Like for this, I got, they're they're really good. Like I, to me, like they're just so like smash mouth. But uh, you man, had me at Florida, and then you lost me at Edmonton. I bet. <laughs> I just like, I don't like nothing over the border on the ice. 
Yeah, I went to I went to a, a Red Wings game last year. I went when they played the Lightning. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I like going to games. I like going to games. I like going to games. So if if that's one thing I could say too, like that you ask, like that I like to do outside of wrestling, I like going to sports games, any kind. Like I still have never been to a MLS soccer or like a boxing and like a UFC. That's pretty much the only things I've never saw. Like I. Pre- I've been to WrestleMania. I've been to like a few WrestleManias. I've been to SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. Been to every sport, like almost like a playoff game in every sport. Never like a Super Bowl though. But you know, it's it's just a game. It's like it's gonna be the same game if I go to the Lions. I went to the Lions and Eagles home opener last year. Nice. Oh yeah. That was a really Super Bowl this year. Lions Man, Super Bowl this year, yeah, they, they they got they got high hopes and expectations. Oh yeah, they do. I'm well, rocking me and Brokowski, we went to SummerSlam just past weekend. Man, I can't imagine what that was like there because I went to the WrestleMania Ford Field. Wow, man. Oh nice. Yeah, it, it was dope. It was I awesome. actually the main reason for going to SummerSlam was because I missed out on that WrestleMania when it was at Ford Field. I get it. I I was uh, pretty young then too, so like I, I was just fortunate, you know. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man, that's awesome. Hey, Shout I had to my mama. <laughs> Shout out to my mama. She took me <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Well, well, I want to thank you so much for giving yeah, me by hanging out with us, telling us your story. Um, I really hope to see you more in Michigan, Michigan promoters. We need to make that happen. We just we see you around here too. <laughs> Anywhere. Well, as again, thank you so much, man. Have a great night. Yep, thank you guys. Appreciate y'all having me. Hit me up anytime, everyone. Hey, start a start a group De- chat. Definitely. We'll get right. you, we'll get no, you back out. Yeah, start a group chat. Just us. <laughs> Sounds good, man. <laughs> For real. For real. All right, guys. Thank you so All much. Right, well, we'll catch you later, bro. Yep, Peace thank out, you. Man. Yep, see you guys. Woo. Great guy. Great guy. What a great one, man. That was a hell of an interview. So I say we just dive right into the ad read, Dane. To find us in... Find us on any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, TikTok, at PWE Pod. You can find us at PWEPod.com. And on our website, there's a link to our merch store at Brainbuster Tees. Check out our merch. Um, August 25th, Clash Wrestling returns to Allen Park for Quest for Honor. Go to Clash Wrestling on Facebook for all the details for that event. Next week, we'll have Jeremy Jones and Matthew Priest on and talk about Quest for Honor, so you want to check that out next week. And then Nine Planets Comics and Collectibles. You can find them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Nine Planets. And they're at 20702 Van Bourne in Dearborn Heights, Michigan. Um, go check them out. We were there for the uh, Brooklyn Brawler Summer Suplex uh, meet and greet. And my interview with him will be coming out in a few weeks. But 
check out Nine Planets. Uh, they got some pretty cool stuff there. That's it. Damn, I didn't even realize. I just seen what time it was. Holy shit. <laughs> well, uh, we'll just touch on it real quick. But I mean, RPW, King of the Kill, was an absolutely great show. I mean, you, you just have to go back and watch it on IWTV to truly get the experience of it. It, it was off the fucking rails. Um, I don't know, should we spoil who won? It's already out there. That's right. It's already out there. Who we cares? Tony Vernetta won. So I think congratulations. I thought he deserved the win. He is taking a lot of heat for winning it for some reason. But, you know, it's Tommy. He always gets some heat, especially, you know, Jaybird down there. Ooh. He was like, there you go. Ooh. But, no, congratulations goes out to Tommy. He definitely deserves it. And congratulations to RPW on a very successful first annual tournament. And I already can't wait. For next year's tournament, when they bring it back for the second one, right? You know, congratulations to Tommy Vendetta, uh, Midwest Scum kept their titles. Shout out to our boys Dread King Logan and Zach Thomas. It was a pretty wicked fire spot in that match uh, with uh, Shadow WX. So check it out. Uh, we've talked to them both; they're okay, but uh, it was a pretty wicked spot. Yeah, that was probably my favorite thing of the whole night. Was just that match it exceeded expectations and that yeah that fireball from our angle brokowski it looked crazy didn't it from where we yeah were. it did i literally didn't know that they deflected it i really thought they took that bitch head on like that th i don't know how how the fuck did he have that much like it looked like he spit a gallon of gasoline out of his mouth so it was fucking, i've never seen a part on iwtv and the angle that I got, there's pictures of the videos all over social media. But I thought Zach did not get the chair up in time to help deflect it. And I out loud, by myself watching this, said, holy shit, Zach's dead. Because I thought he just was engulfed with flames. But uh, shout out to those guys. Shadow WX and Pondo put on a great match with Midwest Scum. You know, you don't know what to expect when you have two deathmatch guys going into a non-deathmatch match. But uh, the, the four of them put on a hell of a show. And like I said, you know, taking apart the tournament, I agree. My favorite match was Midwest Scum versus Hardcore 69. It, the match was definitely hardcore. There was some, you know, it's RPW. It, yeah, ruthless rules know, for everything. It but. is ruthless rules. And like, man, that was nuts. But we started off the show with one of our, well, two of our favorites. One of them, you know, is the champ. One of them was a challenger. Randy started us off saying that she invited some friends to defend her Rust Belt Championship because there couldn't be an RPW show without the Rust Belt being defended. And she brought out the Dirty White Boy Chuck Stein, accompanied by Will Carroll. They got some punk revolution going on and if you listen to when the episode definitely you know, a few months it'll be a while it'll be a while you'll hear it. will actually came on and kind of explained what was going on maybe we'll get into more of that later but also mongo came out and man that match was hard hitting though and i think real blood randy did most of the hard hitting but shout out to mongo he made his rpw debut yes. that's the first time we've seen him at rpw and 
And I have to admit, I, I'd love to see Mongo back. You know, he's very aggressive. Very aggressive. Uh, he fits the RPW style. And, you know, hopefully we will see him back. Yeah, since his return to the ring, he's definitely uh, has a uh, more of a hardcore style to him. So, uh, yeah, I love seeing Mongo there for the first time. And then, I mean, Schwartzy in the Kamikaze title match against Herzog. Now, I'll be fully honest, I was shocked on how well Herzog stood toe-to-toe with Schwartzy because Herzog hasn't had a lot of success at RPW. But I'll tell you what, him and Schwartzy tore down the, uh, the place to that match. Uh, Schwartzy has that mean streak, a little bit of a, a, a hardcore death. You know, he's deathmatch guy again, but, like, he's got this mean streak in him. And Herzog put up a fight, man. That was another great match. It was. It was a really good match. And, you know, we're going to mention a Schwartzy match. we got to talk about the entrance. He threw – he said the match wasn't starting until everybody was smoking. You know, we were accompanied by Miss Randy West. So, you know, we was getting down. She brought the belt over. She came over to help call the match. And the Viking helmet. The whole, the whole thing was – it was hilarious. I want to ask you about the entrance. Yeah. Brokowski, first round of the tournament. What was your favorite match out of the four? Ooh, out of the four, honestly, I would have to say it would have been. Oh. Had to have been Dr. Redacted's match. Dr. Redacted and Crazy King. He started off the, the tournament yeah. very hot and violent. Uh, I tell you, Doctor Redacted bled so damn much. Like I didn't think that them. I didn't think he was gonna come out with that win. Let alone go as far as he did to the tournament. I thought like he wore that crimson mat. His his scrubs were already so bloody by the first match that he basically wrestled in a in a red shirt. First match started blue. Finals it was all red. But yeah, it was it was cool. I, I really enjoyed that match between him and Crazy King right off the rip. You know, mine was I the we sponsored Hoodfoot. He went up against Judge Jokerhead. And I'm gonna be honest, the first time I've ever seen Judge Joe, Judge Joe. And I know he's, you know, one of those XPW guys. And we're not we don't follow XPW so much no. around here. But I was impressed. I liked it. They were two big dudes just throwing all the punches. Bringing yeah. all the violence. That Hood was what I was deciding on. It was yeah, that match. Yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. That, that match was really good. I, I honestly hope we get more of uh, Judge Joe Dredd back in RPW. I wouldn't I'll, mind I really seeing him, him. I wouldn't mind seeing him back. Yep, yep. Now, I watched it live on IWTV well, between the stream cutting out, and this will surprise you guys. I haven't been disrespectful about it, but I haven't been the biggest fan of Remington Roar. My favorite match was Remington Roar and Tony Vendetta. I earned, I got a newfound respect for Remington Roar. That match was awesome. The, the Tommy with the dark gun and just, but Remington Roar put up a hell of a fight. Like I said, I haven't been the biggest fan. Not that I dislike the guy, but he showed me something that uh, what everybody else has already seen. It just took me a little bit uh, longer to see it, but Tommy and Remington Roar. I would love to see that match again at RPW. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That would be a match. 
you know, and then let's just move right along. You know, second round, we got um, Hoodfoot versus it was Hoodfoot Redacted. Yeah, Hoodfoot Redacted, Redacted came out first, and then it was Tommy and Joel Bateman because Joel Bateman won in the first round against Schlag with, you know, I'd say a little bit of distraction slash help from Judge Joe Dredd. They brought some of their beef, Schlag and Joe, from outside. So, but Man, both of these matches were incredible, but Hoodfoot and Redacted, like like I said, Hood, Redacted's just insane. Redacted's oh yeah, I mean, he he was definitely super impressive in this. Like, you know, I was a <clears throat> I liked Redacted and I, I was a fan, but he definitely balled out, as I like to say, in, in this tournament. Like he deserved, came, he deserved to be in the finals. Yeah, you know, without, a doubt, with, yeah. without a doubt. Without a doubt, you know. Tommy went in a side. Redacted was an MVP of this whole show. You know? Totally. He, he pulled out some of the most craziest, most extreme, most most just I mean, he took out he took out fans, he took out wrestlers. But like just think of his path too. Crazy King. That's not an easy task. No. And then he took out the American Deathmatch champion, Hoodfoot, yeah. in round two. You know, our guy that we sponsored, but yeah. It was a great show, top to bottom. Yeah, and then, you know, Tommy and Joel, you know, Joel came all this way from Australia to make it one match away from the championship. But this was, like, time, this was Tommy's year. He was a day one at RPW. He wanted this more than any of them. So he advanced, and we got redacted in Tommy. We got a psychopath and an insane doctor against each other in the finals. And the thing I like about, you know, Tommy's very first death match happened at RPW. So it was just fitting for, for you know, his introduction into the death match world was at RPW. It's just fitting now that, what, two, three years later, he's now the king of the kill. Yeah. You know, and which is a dope ass plaque, by the way. That was a real cool plaque that RPW gave to the winner for to Tommy yeah. for winning. And uh, Randy, he's got a little nickname Tommy Two Twigs. Yeah, he, but I mean, yep. he wins the tournament, and then he calls out Randy West. Yep, yep. He, and and I think they set it for Chicago. It is, it is set up for Chicago. I just and Tommy's shirt. Let's talk about Tommy's shirt since that seems to be the hot topic of the whole wrestling world. You know what? Quit, just quit, guys. Just just shut quit. up. Yeah. Who 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 cares? Look how many people we could name. We could go right now and name a list of. Some of the hottest deathmatch wrestlers that wear shirts. Oh, you know, Tommy doesn't bleed as much. You think that shit don't hurt? The dude must have some thick skin, all right? You know, get over it. He won the tournament. Redacted was awesome all also. Why can't we just love it all? Tommy is the champ. Or the champ. He's the, the king, king of the, the kill. kill. King of the kill. King of the, the kill. 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 But the, the, the shirt, what I, my point was, he wore... You know, SPO forever, hashtag on the back. You know, it was a nice memory. You know, SPO worked a lot at RPW. They had a relationship. The front of it was a picture of them, you know. And I just wanted to bring that up. The King of the Kill, it wasn't the same. You know, SPO would have been there. Oh, SPO would have been, you know, he would have been the main official for the show if he was was here. All in all, RPW, King of the Kill. Oh, we can't say banger. I almost said it. Yeah. It, it's like classic as always. 10 out of 10. We love RPW. Congratulations, Chris. 
congratulations to that whole team. I think they deserve a round of applause right here. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And, and, and another shout-out I want to give to a guy who, who uh, you know, he, he was brought into RPW and, and, and named, you know, the play-by-play guy. But Peapod not only called the Deathmatch tournament, he also debuted SummerSlam weekend – uh, for Flophouse, he, he he called the show for uh, for uh, No Fucks Given. So, you know, we're big fans of Peapod. We love Peapod. And shout out to him for for the great job that he's been doing on commentary. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, I think they've heard us enough ramble for one day, y'all. We'll be back again next week. Peace. We out.